What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon. And today we've got a little bit of news from the past week of Formula One that we want to talk about, mainly contract extensions. Uh, we got a new calendar or new grid. I'm sorry. We got a new Grand Prix coming onto the grid. And we've also got uh, a little bit of closure to this Alpha Towery rename situation. But before we get into that, Dylan, a little bit of uh, update on the countdown to Lights Out. We have Ooh. 30 days until FP1 in Bahrain. 30 days. Hell yeah. And we've got uh, a couple car launches coming up. And this is as of recording today on Monday, the 29th. Uh, we've got a couple car launches coming up starting on, I think, Sunday, February 4th. We've got, let's see, Haas. Oh, no, Haas on February 2nd. So we're so going to see the new Haas. Yeah, we'll get to see what the new Haas is going to look like. I'm not all that excited for it. Uh, you know what? Neither am I. I hope it looks, <laughs> I, I just hope it's more American. Like we talked about before, but yeah, it's we'll probably going to be black. And yeah. Do you think the Red Bulls are just going to roll out the RB19? 1000%. <laughs> I still hope that they give, we talked about the other day, now that we know what Alpha Tower's new name will be, that they give them the RB19 and like do a really bad sticker job over it and put Visa Cash app RB on the side of it and have it be obviously the RB19. They'd be kind yeah, of Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Danny Rick and Yuki are pretty excited to drive whatever kind of mutant RB19 yeah. slash Visa Cash app, whatever they come up with. But I'm excited to see what that team can do. And one thing I like about that, is the coloring that they've been showing. It's yeah. kind of like that Toro Rosso blue, which we talked about before. I think that was a beautiful car. The Toro Rosso was awesome. Yes. So since we're already on it, let's just go ahead and talk about that one. Yeah. Alpha Towery has officially been renamed the Visa Cash App Racing Bulls. AKA was Racing the, Bulls officials? I thought it was official. I thought it was just RB. Visa Cash App RB, which is racing bulls or red bull whatever you want to call it i just think it's just the soulless corporate racing yeah. bulls team basically which yeah uh, i think it shows it goes to show the the financial and the how big formula one has gotten that now you've got huge corporations like visa and cash app that or are buying out the yeah exactly and they're all buying out the naming rights for these formula one teams i just i think it's kind of like i said before it's just kind of soulless but yeah, I guess that's the, the wave of the future. I wouldn't be surprised if we keep seeing it. The other thing I want to know is Crofty and all the other <laughs> announcers. Are they going to call it the Visa Cash App RB team or no are they chance. just going to call it the Racing Bulls? Or are they going to be contractually <laughs> obligated to say the entire thing? That would be interesting. I don't know. I hope I hope not. Now, if, when you're trying to call a race and something exciting has happened, that's going to be word vomit trying to get all yeah. that out. And the Visa Cash App race. <laughs> Like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> and they got overtaken. <laughs> shit. So yeah, uh, kind of soulless, but hey, at least we have a name. I hope the I hope the coloring's cool. I was never a big fan of the Alpha Tower car color coordination. It just was yeah, I wasn't soulless. It just wasn't awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to a, a rebrand. Yes, sir. All right. Well, probably more exciting than that was the announcement of this new Madrid track that's coming on for a 10-year deal starting in 2026. Yeah. Which the hybrid street circuit. I was worried at first. When I first saw it, I was like, damn it, not another street circuit. Yeah. But 
they're calling it a hybrid, which we'll see how that is, but there's supposed to be some permanent parts. It looks pretty interesting. It's got the steepest banking. It's like, I don't know if it was ever, but I mean, it's got a 30 degree bank turn, which always like Zanvort has a really bank turn. It always creates for some fun racing right there. Cause you have so many more options. Yeah. Um, so it, it doesn't look like a bad, you know, five and a half kilometers long. They're expecting, uh, uh, quality times to be a minute 30 ish, um, 20 corners. I mean, it, it looks like a pretty good setup. Four passing zones. It kind of, to me, it kind of looks like Gonzo from the Muppets <laughs> with like the big nose like shooting out. Yeah. But I think it's cool. It's got two parts where it goes under an overpass. They're saying there are actually going to be tunnels there, which is, you know, that's kind of cool. One of them uh, after the tunnel apparently is a super steep downhill section, yeah. which, you know, I love elevation change. Like that's one of my favorite things about Zanvort is the elevation change, the bank turns. I mean, everybody knows Laguna Seca's corkscrew turn because of the elevation change and how crazy that is. Like, the, yeah. it just makes for fun. It's kind of the same thing at Spa going up that hill into that turn. Like, it's can you stomach taking you that flat out? Yeah. Uh, it should be cool. I think the big question now is what's going to happen to Catalonia because they haven't said they haven't said it's going to fall off the calendar. They also haven't confirmed that it's going to stay there so we may or may not get two spanish or two races in spain which i mean barcelona is cool. a pretty cool track but it's nothing crazy if it fell off the map i wouldn't lose any sleep yeah Bar that barcelona tracks always kind of it's always been kind of boring for the most part the team's tested there for so long everybody yeah. knows every inch of that track then last year they changed it and got rid of that chicane so it opened up that last corner which is kind of cool but yep now they got to watch out because we got a new track coming. So that'll happen in 2026. It should be a fun year. By that point, we'll probably have like 37 races on the calendar and uh, new engines and Audi and, and a new team. We'll have GM, Cadillac there. It'll, it'll be a good time. It's going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot of changes coming up. One thing I just saw looking on this track is they said it's supposed to have, well, initially it's going to have 110,000 uh, fan capacity. But it's gonna build. It's gonna build up to 140, which will be the highest single day capacity of any track currently on the calendar. Jeez, Austin can't be far behind that. I mean, weekly attendance or weekend attendance is like 450, and it's just growing. They're just cram packing people on that turn one hill. It gets kind of ridiculous quick. All right. Well. The other exciting piece of news is we've got Lando Norris announcing that he has extended his contract on a multi-year deal, which is unspecified on time frame and amount of money. That and dollar getting. bills. Yeah. But I'm I sure guarantee Zach Brown opened up the wallet for that kid. Yeah, I bet he did too. And, and Lando, when he was interviewed about it, you know, he was talking about how he, he truly believes that they'll be fighting for victories in 2024 that he does not have any hope of being a world champion or constructors champion in 24, but he thinks in 25, 26, there's a really good chance, which is why he's staying. So it'll be interesting. I really hope that McLaren's up there not just competing for podiums, but competing for wins. Yeah, for sure. I did like how he kind of said that he, you know, he had until the end of 2025 on his contract. And he yeah. was like, I don't want to have to worry about that. The team doesn't want to have to worry about that. So we just extended it. Because like you said, he knows McLaren is on the come up. Um, but then 
He also wanted, I like how he said that he enjoyed reading all the news articles about him potentially moving to partner with Max. Uh, but I've been noticing he's been getting a lot of flack lately because, and I want to read a quote that he said and see what you take on it. Let's so he it. said, he said that, uh, it's no longer discussion than just saying that Max is one of the best drivers ever in F1. He's proved that enough. He's in a team he's comfortable with and a lot of things are built up around him. So for anyone, even for Max of a few years ago, to go in against the max of current is extremely difficult. But then at the end, he said, even if you enter a team, you're in a position to challenge someone straight away. Are you comfortable to do that? It's a no for any driver. And it takes time to adopt and get into place. And basically saying that he's not scared of going up against max, but he understands it's an uphill challenge going to that team because it's max's team. And people are saying, I was reading a bunch of comments online. People are saying it shows that he doesn't have that championship winning mentality because of that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, man. I think that's realism. I mean, the fact that he's saying that he can compete with Max, you know, that long interview with Alex Albon, he was like, no, I can't compete with that Max. Like, that's not a championship mindset. But being, but saying, hey, it's an uphill battle is just realism. Like, it absolutely is. The RB19 was insanely faster than everybody else especially with max at the helm and uh um that that car is built for max like it's, it's yes. his driving style it's his everything i totally agree with lando if he if mclaren really does has the have the chops to get up there and compete with them lando would be crazy to go over there at this point yeah for those sure. reasons and I think also, like like you said, he knows going up against him is a challenge. It's also one of his great friends. But if you want to be an awesome driver, all the best drivers, if you see what in the past, if you look at Lewis Hamilton, look at Max, um, they go to a team and they build that team to become a championship winning team. And that's what Lando, yep. I think, feels that he's doing there at McLaren and what I hope that he's doing. So I think that they got a real chance. And I, I don't think that shows any lack of confidence or anything in him whatsoever. I think it just shows that he's smart. I totally agree. And I mean, even uh, I was reading an article, Christian Horner was talking about how they're, you know, they're expecting to see diminishing returns as the years go on that, you know, everybody saw the RB19, saw how it worked. It got everyone got a nice view of it in Monaco and Checo put it <laughs> into the wall and they craned it over the city and everyone got every picture <laughs> possible of the floor. Like, you know, I do not think that Red Bull's going to have such a dominating season this coming year, which I hope they don't. Right. Yeah, I think we all do. But yeah, I mean, it'd be hard to maintain that level of domination. And so there's so many people that are gunning for them, and they made such strides at the end of last season. Man, this is going to be a good season. It's going to be exciting. I'm so pumped. I'm excited for this one. I really do hope it's a lot more competitive. Yeah, I think we all do. There's a whole lot, not a whole lot else going on. This is the most riveting news coming out of Formula One right now. So please, let's get closer to <laughs> <laughs> practice and and uh, car development and the season. This has been actually a, a pretty quiet off season. It's, it's maybe crazy. it's the calm before the storm. I think there's been last nothing year, this off season. It's, yeah, it's been super quiet. Last year, remember we had all the team principals that were bouncing around and going places and. This Last year, we, year we were just starting this podcast and we had plenty to talk about. This year, it's like, <laughs> um, so where's everyone vacationing? <laughs> well, on that note, I guess that's going to be uh, about it for this one. And we will be back next week with whatever hot breaking F1 news stories come out. <laughs> Hopefully so, some. Please, please. Uh, unless you got anything else, Dylan, I think that's it for this one.
That's uh, that's all I got. We can be like rocket powered Mohawk. Do you see his last one where he just uh, ripped on the guitar to Pink Floyd's um, <laughs> comfortably I, numb? That's, uh, that's about did. where we're at. That was awesome. Well, on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time. <laughs>